You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. Studying film or setting up the game plan? He has football covered from under center. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. In kind of a hilarious turn of events based on the conversation I just had, there are reports out there that the, uh, the Panthers are saying they're likely out of the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. Why is everyone rushing? It makes even less sense now. They're saying, oh, we're going to do our due diligence and we'll look into it, but eh, not expected to be in the mix. Multiple insiders, multiple team uh, beat reporters. So Panthers likely out, Falcons definitively out. Are we looking at like some kind of, uh, some kind of a you don't have an agent, we don't like dealing with you type thing? If you're going to try to bully, like, is the NFL, I mean, I guess this is kind of me accusing them of collusion, so maybe I should should not do that. But it, it feels like there's something. That guy in the open market is worth a ton. Why is everyone getting out? Or, again, or they just, is there some kind of benefit to, to them hiding? Or maybe the Ravens knew this all along, Tim. I mean, maybe the Ravens talked around and said, no one's going to be interested, and that's why they did what they did. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people out there saying, okay, well, Lamar's going to be the hottest thing on the market. Maybe the Ravens did their research and said he's not no. going to be the ho- the hottest thing. I mean, once, I, I would understand the logic him. behind that. I do not understand the logic behind that. Meaning, if I, that would obviously be the reason why the, the Ravens put him on a non-exclusive tag. But I can't fathom that there's nobody out there that wants Lamar Jackson. Could it be, and and now like the wheels are spinning, just just looking to to. You know, I'm just looking to justify things. Could it be that the Ravens? It's so obvious the Ravens are going to match any offer sheet that they're like, we're not even going to get involved. Like we don't want to let our quarterbacks know how much we'd be willing to pay Lamar. I guess that could be it, right? If if you if. If you sign Lamar Jackson to an offer sheet that has $230 million guaranteed and the Ravens match it, now everyone knows you're willing to pay a quarterback $230 million guaranteed. Maybe there's some kind of holding in information. You just don't even want to get get into this public mix-up. Like, like maybe the non-exclusive franchise tag keeps everyone away from quarterbacks because it's like we know we do that negotiating in private we don't do it publicly and this is forcing us to do it publicly maybe all i know is geno smith cashed in let's have a little bit of that conversation right let's dive into that conversation a little bit i love the geno smith deal for seattle ian rapport on nfl total access on the details for geno 
The NFL's Comeback Player of the Year is now officially back in Seattle. Sources tell me and colleague Tom Pelissero that Geno Smith has agreed to terms on a three-year, $105 million deal to stay in Seattle, be their starter, and move forward at a place where he resurrects his, his career in a, in a way that I would say few people saw coming. As far as the details on this, probably the most important contract note, he gets $52 million over the first calendar year, not first season, First calendar year, still more money than Geno Smith has ever made in his career, and for sure, he has earned it. So he is their starter for the 2023 season. I wouldn't rule out Seattle with the number five overall pick, taking a quarterback and developing him, but if that happens, going to be behind Geno Smith. Yesterday, the first report came out. Jordan Schultz at the score. Three years, $105 million. Geno Smith, chance to earn 52 in the first calendar year. The real details per Mike Garofolo, base value of $25 million per season, so it's essentially three years, $75 million, with $40 million guaranteed at signing. Smith will earn twenty-eight in the first year of the deal and has $30 million in, in incentives. My response to his contract is very simple. If paying Gino, if the contract you signed Gino to made the decision for you on whether you can draft a quarterback, I would have hated the deal. Right? You have the fifth overall pick. You hope to never be that high again. If if one of the guys you love, and you better decide before the draft which guys you love, if one of the guys you love are there at five, and you're like, geez, I wish we could take him, but we can't because we paid Gino and we're paying him this far into the future, can't do it, I would have hated the deal. If they can pay Gino, whatever they've agreed to, and still draft a quarterback if if one they love falls to them at number five. I like the deal. I love the deal. And that's exactly what this is. I believe they can get out after one year and only owe him $12 million. So if you do draft Anthony Richardson or Will Levis, if you love those guys, you can sit them behind Geno for a year, and then if they're ready, move on from Geno, toss them the keys. If they're not ready, you already have Geno locked into $25 million per year. Daniel Jones is getting 41 for the first two years. Uh, 41 per year for the first two years. You have Geno locked into 25 with incentives, but that's fine. That, that to me, this is a contract that can grow with your team. Credit to Seattle. Is there anyone, by the way, looking better than Seattle's front office. Last year, they traded Russell Wilson for two firsts, which ended up being two top 10 picks, two seconds, couple of thirds, a fourth, Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and a defensive lineman. Nobody's getting that for quarterbacks right now. There's talk that you might be able to get Aaron Rodgers this offseason for not even a first-round pick. If the Lamar Jackson non-exclusive tender goes the the wrong way for Baltimore, they'll get two first-round picks for for Lamar Jackson. So to check win for Seattle on the Russell deal, they move to Geno Smith, comeback player of the year. Not sure what he came back from, but comeback player of the year. They sign him to a team-friendly deal, and they can still upgrade in the draft if they want to. That's lovely. That's fantastic. Oh, and I like Kenneth Walker, the the running back they drafted. Looks like he's going to be a strong player for them, which would actually take pressure off of the quarterback. And you still have DK Metcalf. You still have Tyler Lockett. So the credit to to John Snyder up there. And and I want to be clear on this. 
I don't think it is a coincidence that the front office that did not kowtow and bend to a quarterback that was not worth it is also the one that we're looking back on going, wow, they've been killing it the last two years. Not even to mention Tariq Woolen being a fourth, fifth round pick and, and being one of the best corners in the league last year. Granted, in their specific system, but you draft players to play in your system. Yeah, sure, if he has to go play for the Jets, he might not be as good, but you're not drafting players for the Jets. Like, they just did a great job, and they were the team that looked Russell Wilson in the face. So I don't think you're that good to be throwing around all this leverage you think you have. See ya. Traded him and got better. And and by the way, the reason why they have that that pick right at the top of the draft, why? It's part of the Russell Wilson deal. So they could realistically trade Russell Wilson and as part of the deal, move to Geno Smith, get two above Russell Wilson seasons from him, then move to an Anthony Richardson or a Will Levis or uh, C.J. Stroud. I mean, whoever falls, it's not like they're falling. It would be a top, you know, top pick still. Like, that's fantastic in a lot of different ways. So, I'm, I mean, this is this is me just giving Seattle their, 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 their flowers, their claps, their applause. And also, as I mentioned earlier, Geno Smith, he's been in the NFL for nine seasons. This upcoming year will be his 10th season. The first nine years, he'll have made 17 and change, 17 point whatever million dollars. This upcoming year, he's going to have a $25 million base salary. He'll get $28 million in the first year of the deal. Life-changing money type stuff for him as well. So even though it is a team-friendly deal, it is also a Geno-friendly deal because he's making $11 million than he's made in his entire nine-year career in just year 10 alone. Who would have guessed it? Look at us. Who would have guessed it? When Geno Smith was was having his jaw broken in a locker room fight with the Jets, who would have guessed like eight years from now he's going to be making $28 million in a single season for the Seattle Seahawks? Nobody. Stranger than fiction. You can't write a script. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. All of this movement. Lamar Jackson, non-exclusively franchise tagged. Which, by the way, someone on the text line threw out uh, the Patriots as a possible. How funny would it be? Bill Belichick comes swooping in. Like like Tom Brady wins one with the Bucks, thinks it's a mic drop. Bill Belichick goes and wins one with, he's the first coach to win with a running quarterback. Then it would be a mic drop and he bounces. How funny would it be? Again, the call and text lines are open, 757-687-9400. Nine four. Uh, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. That's who everyone's chasing. All of these moves are to go get the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs are learning the hard way that each Super Bowl is more difficult than the previous, and uh, it's really ramping up in difficulty level in Kansas City. We'll have that conversation coming up next. Stick around. Your life is busy. We know you can't keep track of everything in the sports world. We promise to only bring you the important stuff. The Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. It's funny, right? A day like today, you see all these teams. They're hungry, right? It was the franchise tag deadline day. They're scheming. They're they're trying to find a way to get their team better. Why? 
because they want to win a Super Bowl. So who are they chasing? The defending Super Bowl champs. The Kansas City Chiefs. Right? The Giants, I mean, sometimes you need to just say it out loud. They re-signed Daniel Jones to or extended Daniel Jones to a huge deal that Ian Rapport is now saying has 94 million functionally guaranteed at signing. 94 million. Because they think he is the guy that can win them a Super Bowl. That's the only reason you do it. Right? The Cowboys franchise tag Tony Pollard. Why? Because they think he's the running back that can drive that offense along with Dak Prescott to a Super Bowl. They're chasing the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Chiefs, we've said this, they're one Super Bowl win away from being a dynasty. But I think they're also learning that they get harder with each win, right? Each Super Bowl that you win, the next one's more difficult. Because you're going to have to do it with less and less of the people you, you you won with. Adam Schefter on NFL Live on the Chiefs cutting Frank Clark, their edge rusher. The Chiefs are expected to release the 29-year-old defensive end who is the NFL's third all-time leading sack leader in the postseason. And so there would be one more big free agent. Now, the Chiefs made some news today. They're not tagging their offensive tackle, Orlando Brown. They still would like to bring him back, see if they could work out a deal with him. But they also plan to move on from Frank Clark. So these are some of the fallout scenarios from winning the Super Bowl. When you win a Super Bowl, people get paid. People want more money. And Orlando Brown's going to want to be paid, though, It's something to be there in Kansas City protecting Patrick Mahomes. And then Frank Clark, who's been an asset and a force in the postseason, he'll have the chance to test the free agent market as well. The post-Super Bowl carnage has already begun with Kansas City. Orlando Brown was the, the adjustment the Chiefs made after losing the last Super Bowl. Remember, they, they went to Tampa, or they played against Tampa. Actually, they went to Tampa, too. It was in Tampa. They played against Tampa. Their their offensive line wasn't very good due to injury and otherwise. And, and what they do? They traded a first-round pick to the Ravens for Orlando Brown. Two years later, they win the Super Bowl with Orlando Brown as their linchpin left tackle, their, their, their steady Eddie left tackle protecting the blind side of a, a admittedly partially injured Patrick Mahomes. He gone. Frank Clark has the third most sacks in postseason history, plays one of the most important positions in modern NFL football because they can get after quarterbacks, despite the fact that the Chiefs are in the AFC and sharing a division with Herbert, sharing a division with Russell Wilson and 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 also the Raiders, but sharing a conference with the likes of Joe Burrow, the likes of so many of the good quarterbacks in this, in this league. Josh Allen, they're going to have to move on from Frank Clark. The Super Bowl glow is a hindrance on the Super Bowl winner for exactly the reason that that Adam Schefter gave you. Everyone on your roster is more expensive because they have the Super Bowl glow. Right? Oh, we want to have a Super Bowl winner uh, impacting the culture in our locker room. We want to have a Super Bowl winner protecting our quarterback. We want to have a Super Bowl winner. So you will be able to afford less and less of them as each Super Bowl goes by. And the Chiefs have already started shopping in the dented can aisle, right? The the clearance rack. Kadarius Toney was a cast off from the Giants that they bought for scraps at the deadline. 
Isaiah Pacheco was the starting running back on the Super Bowl championship roster this year. He was a seventh-round rookie. They're already looking for value in the margins. We talked with with, uh, film-watching slash sports media, NFL matchup, NFL live, NFL films legend Greg Cosell at the Super Bowl, and, and one of the things he said was basically the Chiefs completely punt on special teams. They spend no money on special teams because they can't afford to with all the other guys that they're paying. Thus, the Super Bowl glow has essentially made them punt on special teams. And then, of course, one of the biggest plays in the Super Bowl was a punt return, but they got it from the dented can aisle, Kadarius Toney. Everyone else is is seeing where they can improve, right? All these other teams, where can we improve? Should we be buying this guy? How can we make this contract work to have more cap space to go improve? The Chiefs are going, all right, how many how many people are we going to have to cut? Who can, who can we realistically win without? That's a cold conversation to have. I saw them described on Twitter as uh, Game of Thrones, which I don't, I mean, I wasn't a big Game of Thrones fan. A couple of people convinced me to give it a try a few times, ended the same way. I don't like it. Uh, but I do respect the metaphor because I know that when when you watch Game of Thrones or even a show like The Wire, a couple of HBO shows, um, you never really know who's going to make it to the end of the episode, right? Most shows, you know, like, hey, this main character isn't going to be killed off. Game of Thrones, it was like, you might fall in love with a character and they die the next episode. Kansas City, if you are not Patrick Mahomes and for now, Travis Kelsey, I wouldn't buy any jerseys of the Kansas City Chiefs because eventually that Super Bowl glow is going to get to the point where they're like, sorry, you got to go. There's already talk of Chris Jones. He wants to be the at least the second highest paid defensive player looking for that renegotiation money. If he's hard and fast there, the Chiefs might not be able to afford him. If you're not Mahomes and for now Kelsey, the Chiefs are going, can we win without you? Can we win without you? It'd be really difficult, but can we do it? Day like today, kind of, you see what they're dealing with. Not tagging Orlando. They can't even afford the tag. It'd be a second tag. They tag him last year because they couldn't afford him on a long-term deal last year. And like they're gonna partially gonna they're gonna watch Orlando Brown go make 130 million, whatever it's gonna be, on the open market. And they're gonna hold up a sign that says, like, we'll take your your cast off tackles. Any 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 tackles with talent that you're tired of? You know those those ads, and I don't even know who does them. The, you see them like on billboards, we buy ugly houses. Genius marketing, right? Because you're already going in knowing like, eh, I'll, I'll take what I can get for this ugly house that I'm calling. Like we, we take broken down bust tackles. Please. Who did you draft highly that has talent that's no good? Please. Maybe they'll be able to protect Patrick Mahomes. It's crazy. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio, 94.1. How about this one? All this quarterback movement. There's Lamar Jackson. He's going to be fielding offer sheets. There's Geno Smith getting signed, 28 million first year. There's Daniel Jones, four years, 160 million, 94 guaranteed. And then there's Rich Eisen saying that Tom Brady might not be done with the NFL. Hmm. 
Can we please let him stay retired coming up next? Live from Hampton Roads, this is the Tim Donnelly Show on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Tim Donnelly Show presented by Larry King Law. Um, We're going to have a giveaway here in a couple of minutes, so keep your dialing fingers ready. Be giving some stuff away, giving some tickets away specifically. So uh, pay attention. Also, we are taking the show on the road next week, Monday through Wednesday, leading up to the men's NCAA tournament. Catch us next week broadcasting the Tim Donnelly Show live from... On Monday, it'll be Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. On Tuesday, it'll be Inland Reef in Virginia Beach. On Wednesday, it'll be Old Beach Tavern in Virginia Beach. Uh, So find us out there. Come in, say hi. We want to hear from you. You know what I don't want to hear? What don't you want to hear, Tim? Tom Brady may be coming out of retirement because it's let the retired stay retired. If he wants to come back, like he can make a video sitting on a beach and drop it at 6 a.m. and say, I was just kidding last time, just like the previous time. But of course, Rich Eisen, who is at the combine, he, he does a lot of the combine coverage, just some great stuff for St. Jude's with you know, he goes and runs a 40 and raises money, all that kind of stuff. Uh, he, he reported on the rumors he heard at the Combine. And, uh, well, here's part of it. Tom Brady may not be done after all. <laughs> what? <laughs> a couple people are like, just you, just hang on, just you wait. And I'm, like, I'm, 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 I'm like, he's Instagramming out videos of his cat. It's you know? trips. Yeah. He was at UFC he, over the weekend. I know. Doesn't look like he's getting uh, big, big and fat, does it? And, and that... He just let, like let it play out. Let's see who wants what. And the one place that folks are saying keep an eye out for is Miami. And if the Dolphins cannot somehow, if they get somehow, some way, you know, a, a doctor's report, a piece of information from a medical evaluation of Tua that he may not be ready to go, and suddenly there's Tom Brady sitting in Florida where his family is located and where he can easily locate himself. Come on. Do you feel the defeat in my voice? We've been here before. Was Brady trying to tie Michael Jordan for for most retirements by a goat or something like that? It would only take one more. Tom Brady tweeted out, by the way, anyone who thinks I have time to come back to the NFL has never adopted a two-month-old kitten for their daughter. That's cheeky. I don't... I think if you the 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 court read back the he would not perjure himself if he does come back though. That's just talking about people that think he's coming. I desperately want to focus on the quarterbacks that are still in the NFL. But the the fact of the matter is these conversations are always going to be around as long as Brady is a better option than a lot of these teams are are choosing between. I guarantee you there is at least text sent, probably calls made to Brady by people he knows on certain teams out there after this report from Eisen came through. Probably started as half jokes, right? You don't think you don't think uh Josh McDaniels, Raiders, looking for a quarterback, was the offensive coordinator for Tom Brady for a bunch of time. They know each other. You don't think he sent him a joke text like, haha, watching Eisen, how crazy is that? Waiting, waiting. How crazy is it? Ha ha. Like if Tom Brady just wrote ha ha, he's going to be like, ha ha, like yeah, ha ha, like no. What are we doing here? 
The Niners? You don't think Shanahan was like, hey, I'm going to be in Florida if you want to get together? No reason. Why is he going to be in Florida? Because he's going to see Tom Brady. Like, they're, they're, Of course they're going to call because he's Tom Brady. He was still effective enough last year, and if you have a better team around him than Tampa put together, then it would be interesting. But I don't want to do this. I think retirement should be much more permanent. I think you should have to commit, like, when you retire, when you say you're retired, when you tell your team you're retired, it should be like a mandatory 18 months. Because then we wouldn't, we wouldn't have to do this. We wouldn't have to do this. J.J. Watt's still getting drug tested, and he's, he's getting the text saying, like, tomorrow morning at 5, and he's like, no, I retired. Like, let's when you retire, you retire. So we don't have to deal with all of this. Oh, the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, you know what? If two is not available, Tom Brady's probably a really good option. But I don't want to have to talk about it. He's a really good option for a bunch of teams. But he's retired. And he's 46 or whatever he is. Let the guy play golf. Let him post weird stuff that goes viral. He's, he's a strange social media follower. Let him go learn that space. Go watch 80 for Brady if you miss him. Tim Donnelly Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. I promise to give away. Let's get to it. Uh, slightly stupid. I'm not even I'm not even gonna I'm I'm too tired to make a, a word pun off of the name of the band of the tickets we're giving away, which is slightly stupid. And I'm not actually tired, like physically. I'm not sleepy. I'm tired of having this conversation about Brady. The report is, t- is 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 it's slightly stupid. I'm, Tim. I'm, I'm I'm not I'm, I don't have the energy. Slightly stupid. Coming to Veterans United Home Loans Amphitheater Friday, August fourth. We have a pair of tickets to see Slightly Stupid. Get your text in as well to that very same number because when we come back, we're going to read your texts and we're going to ask, does that do anything for you? Stick around. All day, you've been texting the Tim Donnelly Show at 757-687-9494. Now it's time to read those texts and ask, does that do anything for you? On Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Before we jump in, I want to give something away quickly here. Aaron Lewis, 2023 Acoustic Tour tickets coming to Chartway Arena March 18th. That's a Saturday. Caller number two right now gets the tickets, 757 757- 687-9494 caller number two the aaron lewis 2023 acoustic tour tickets get your calls in now robbie take it away tim this is does that do anything for you brought to you by newport new Shipbuilding, a division of hii and steve from the 845 we kicked off the show talking about aaron Rodgers before the lamar jackson franchise tag mm-hmm. news broke and steven the 845 said Rodgers, i need you the Jets need, I would say now Now there's two options. It's Rodgers or Lamar. But don't let having two options let your one option get away, right? The, the news of the day before many other newses of the day was was Rodgers was talking with the Jets. The Jets were on a plane. Their, their front office, their representatives were on a plane going to Green Bay to talk with Aaron Rodgers in person. They were allowed by the Packers to start those communications if you think you can get Rodgers, get Rodgers. Don't go, okay, hold on, Aaron. I'm going to go talk to Lamar because I don't think Aaron will like that very much. He'll go somewhere else. From Paul in Gloucester, the Ravens don't value Lamar as much as everyone thinks. I think a new team for Lamar is imminent. Yeah, I mean, 
The only thing I can think of that that will keep him in, in Baltimore is they're just strong-arming him into truly finding out that his market is lo lower than he thought. Right? If he's saying, like, hey, if I hit the open market, I get Deshaun Watson deal 230 guaranteed over five. 230 million guaranteed over five years. That's what I want. I won't take less. The Ravens might say, fine, go get it. We'll pay you. Maybe they'll match whatever the contract is. Maybe it will be. But that would be an awkward reunion. If, if they make him go get an offer sheet and then sign it and he has to go back to Baltimore, gosh, that could be a really weird and, and cold work relationship. Tim from Donovan in the 757. Does this do anything for you? OJ Simpson's on Twitter recruiting Lamar Jackson to Las Vegas. Is that true? He is. He has posted a video a couple, probably I think like an hour or so ago saying, Lamar, come to Vegas. Come hang out with me in Vegas. You know what? <laughs> you know you know what i'm I'm not gonna comment on an oj simpson video um if he goes to vegas i hope it's not because that video exists i hope it's for many many other reasons tim from the 804 i'm guessing that the ravens had discussions with other teams about the exclusive franchise tag and trade for lamar jackson but the ravens didn't get any offers they i mean then Trust me, there's no way everyone in the NFL thinks Lamar Jackson stinks. There's no way. 0.0% chance. Like th the fact that that is kind of, that, the fact that that's kind of one of like the prevailing thoughts is like, maybe everyone thinks he's bad. It's like, I, maybe nobody wants him. When healthy and granted, yes, he's been hurt for two years. When healthy and he hasn't been hurt for two years. He's been hurt for portions of each of the last two years. He's one of the few guys on the planet that can carry an entire team on his back. There's no way there are 31 other teams in the NFL going, not interested. Like, especially when you look at what some of them are dealing with at the quarterback position. Like, you think they're just sitting around going, you know what? I, I'm... No, I, I think I'm really good with Desmond Ritter, Kyle Trask. I'm, I'm just going to chill here with, I don't even know who the Colts have. Matt, another try at Matt Ryan? Like, I, there's, there's got to there's gotta be more to the story, and I'm guessing we're going to hear the more to the story uh, as, as the days go, go along here. Tim from Nick in the 434. Frank Clark to Detroit. They need defense. I don't know if they need edge rushing though. They have they have Aiden Hutchinson just been number two overall pick. They had another like a sixth round or something that had a good good year. Uh, they do need defense though. So I mean Frank Clark's going to have a market. Um, and and if you need defense, he's proven to be pretty darn clutch with it. From Josh in Norfolk, he believes that the Ravens made the smart play. It shows Lamar. It's going to give Lamar a chance to see what other teams, if any other teams, actually want him. I, I mean, it's not the smart play. If other teams want him, you trade him for a bunch of more first-round picks than two a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, year ago, whatever. Um, I think it's fair to say they've let this drag on too far. At the minimum, they've let it drag on too far. If he's not your guy, decide he's not your guy and, and go on, move on well before this point. It's like they've they've played the will-they-won't-they they game so long that now we're just at the end of the runway. Tim for the 757, it's a Falcons fan saying he doesn't want him. Doesn't want him at all. Who and or what would make you a better football team over the next four years? 
That, let's not just say you don't want him. What do you want in place of? That's the question. And then we're going to have more of these conversations. The dust settling after the franchise tag deadline, always a little bit of a, a, a flurry. Uh, so tomorrow we'll dive into it even further. Uh, this is it for the Tim Donnelly Show here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Thank you to Robbie for keeping us up and running. Uh, thank you to Larry King Law, as always, for presenting the show. Tremendously thankful for their support. Give them a call if you're ever injured in an accident. The phone number is simple, 757-INJURED. That's 757-I-N-J-U-R-E-D. Um, thank you to everybody that called and texted in as well. Uh, follow us on Twitter at ESPN Radio 941. Follow me at Donnelly Sports. All of our social media brought to you by Dominion Floor Covering. Uh, coming up to start the 757 at 6 next, we are going to air the conversation from earlier today with Zach Kuntz. Uh, he is the former ODU tight end that was at the NFL Combine over the weekend and absolutely lit it up. He had the best tight end vertical jump. Matter of fact, the tallest player to ever jump 40 inches in the vert, 6'7". Uh, he was number one amongst all tight ends in the broad jump. He was number two amongst all tight ends in the 40-yard dash. And uh, I spoke with him. You can hear that coming up next right here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. With that being said, this Tim Donnelly show will be back tomorrow for more. So uh, we'll look forward to talking to you then. Have a great night.